Welcome to the Tea and a Part Show. You're here with Mike Smith. This is the show, ladies and gentlemen, where we talk about non-duality. And we talk about why things are the way they are, and how to live in a non-dual state. How to see the world as fucked up as it is, but yet still see through it and get past it. How to unplug from the game. At the tea and the pot show. Tea and a pot show. Come on! Tea and a pot show. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Did you like that little song to start off the day with? Yeah, that was my me goofing off of the keyboard. So, today is uh, Wednesday, April 4th. Springtime is here. And uh, how is your week going? How are you? It's the middle of the week. And has anything changed? Is anything different in this moment now than it was, oh, let's say... Ten minutes ago, what's changed? Things have shown up. They've appeared. They've uh, passed by. Thoughts have come. Thoughts have gone. Traffic has moved. How's your week going? All those worries you have about work and all those worries and things that you have to do or relationships, maybe they're going north or south or taking different roles Anytime that happens, what's here? What, what is, what's here right now? What is? Is, uh, is that something that's ever-changing, that's ever-moving? What's here? What is here? That's home. So, we're going to talk about that today. We have an exciting show lined up. Um, I have uh, some poems from the... Dow, we're going to read one of those, and I have, um, I had an exciting conversation with, uh, I will call her Sally, she's a friend of mine that I, I chat with on lovely Facebook instant message, and um, she had some problems, so I asked her if I could take this long conversation we had and play it out, she said, oh, absolutely, so we'll do that also. But first in the news is the fact that I finished my CD. Woohoo! Isn't that awesome? Um, if I can make $200 in sales over the next year on this CD, I'll be happy because that's what my last one did. So, 200 bucks a year, that's a little bit of uh, money to go buy records, whatever. So, that's what I'll do. It's fun. Yeah, I went into the studio and um, I cranked out. Uh, eight songs and on this CD. It's called Native American Flute 2. It's a real great title, huh? I put a lot of work into that one. And it's it has music with a friend of mine named Josh came down from the mountains in Pennsylvania, and he's a classical guitarist, and he played some songs for me, and we put some flutes to it. And then I did a really cool recording of... Uh, I went into an, an, a market, and I just recorded the sounds of the market at breakfast time. 
And then I took the, the flute and I played it. And then we mixed it in as if it was right in the market. So it sounds like you're opening the doors and you're walking into a market and there's the busyness of the market, people having breakfast and talking and clanging dishes. And life is moving, presence and awareness just moving and moving and moving and moving and slamming the dishes and the sounds of babies crying are presence awareness, present awareness. And the sound of pancakes being cooked is present awareness. The pancakes are present awareness as well, all of it. And then within that, you have the Native American flute just being played. And it sounds like it's in the left-hand corner. Uh, it's such a cool little song. And then I did some with streams. And then at the end, I did a uh, 12 to... 15-minute long drum jam with lots of drums, me on a, on a, I think it was a Ludwig set, and uh, lots of Caribbean beats and congas, and then the flutes are in their jazz form. They sound like some Miles Davis. So, so that's pretty cool. So we'll have, um, so that'll be ready on CD Baby, Amazon, and others other places, probably... Probably in a couple of weeks. I think it takes a while to put it out there. So it's under, it's under Michael Smith, Native American Flute Two, is what it is. So, oh, it looks like we have a visitor while I'm doing my podcast. I get, I better let him in. No, I don't want to let him cry out there. For, no, I'll let him in. He's a cute cat. This is my neighbor's cat. He comes over for a few hours, eats food, and leaves. Hey there, Barney. What's up? So he's, uh, I guess I better feed him. He's huge. Everybody feeds him. I think he goes to four different houses. And um, he just goes and eats the food and hangs out. And then he leaves and goes to another house. He's like a slut cat. He's nice, though. So that was my week. I did that. And uh, then I, um, what else did I do? I don't know, played a bunch of gigs. In the middle of my week, somehow my finger got hurt. I don't know what happened. So all these different things were, were taking place. So let's start with um let's start with this dialogue here that I had with with Sally. I'm gonna call her Sally. Um and what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this dialogue and I think for her voice for her voice I will use um, like a softer tone so when she says you know my name is Sally I'll talk like that my name is Sally I guess for her <laughs> I mean I could give her a Baltimore accent my name hey honey how used you my name is Sally you're Danny Balmer I think that would drive us all crazy. I could give her a British accent. Hello, my name is Sally. And that would be annoying too. Um, so I think I'll, I'll just keep it as kind of like have her talk like this. A little breathy, a little sexy. Because she's a sexy girl. And uh, so let me find the beginning of this here. And then we'll get started. All right, so she texts me, um, Happy Easter. And I write back, 
And I'm just going to, my voice will just be mine. So, hey girl, how are you? Good morning. Annoyed that I am awake so early. So she tells me, I made out with this guy last night and I've been very casually dating. It was fun. He's a good toucher. Find myself um, rather blah about the whole experience though. I'm feeling empty. Maybe I just need two or good two or uh, a good two or three hour massage, and I'd be happier. I just love being touched. Well, you know, we actually we need regular touch. The blah is a thought. You're not that. I want more. Just not this man, I guess. Well, the presence shines. It's exploding as a room, as a sunset, as a world, as life, as a kiss. And you're all of this painting out. Do you understand this? I mean, everything that happened last night with this guy, it was, everything was appearing. It's shining as the room, as everything. Well, then, well, then why am I feeling so unsatisfied? Why? Why am I unsatisfied? Because you're, you're looking for the completeness and the kiss. It's not there. Feelings are great maps. Follow them. Setting up the next story line in the movie will never get you to the screen. That's everything. This is new for me. I usually get hit through physical intimacy. This just feels empty, except in the few moments that there was, there was excitement. Well, do this. Let, let the kiss be an expression of what is there, an expression of the illuminated being. Don't kiss to get, kiss to express. That is the great thing that happens. Hmm, maybe I was feeling needy. So she said she was feeling needy. You're changing, I tell her. You're needy. I get that. And I know why, too. Yes, I am. I just feel at odds with myself. Why? Why is this happening? Okay. Why am I feeling needy? Okay, hold on. I'll tell you. Take a moment, and if you think of yourself as Sally in the world... What is sensed? I sense that I'm still not enough. That I still haven't arrived. That I'm still figuring it out. Okay, good. That I'm not okay like I am. Okay, now if you think, instead of thinking yourself as Sally, think of yourself as what is, what is here. What's here? Think of it and feel what is just here now, the open space. Go into that moment. So instead of thinking of yourself as Sally, just think of yourself as what is here. Feel how far this goes out, this open space. How is it empty yet full? It's nothing and it's love and it's clearness. Do you sense this? Not really. I feel un ease inside today. Okay, well, what's, what's watching the uneasiness that takes place? Me. My worries. What is watching the worries? Me. Okay, there's, there's a place behind the me. It's before the me. Dig it up. Sense it. Come on. Try this out. Something is watching Sally. Okay, the universe, God, spirit, energy particles? Yes. Barney, you can't, Barney, you can't interrupt me. I'm doing a play here. <laughs>
Yes. Now, now become that for a moment. Just sit and be that. You're really asking me to dig this morning, Mike. Okay, I'll sit with this. It only takes a moment. It's not in the mind. It's there, watching it. I want you to see the effects of this, going from Sally to that. Sally, then that. Sally, then that. Feel the difference between going from Sally to what is here, that. It's like stepping from a vortex, as Esther Hicks describes it. See, though, if you think, I am Sally, you get what? More of the same. Right, you get a story, a scary story. If you sense, I am space, I am grace, I am this, I am here, this open space, what do you get? No story, just this, right? Do you see and sense the difference? Yes. I like, I like this. I am space. I am grace. So at this point, I'm the narrator. At this point, she, I think she kind of got it. I think she kind of picked it up. I'm looking, oh, I think she gets this. So I told her, I said, this is your true nature. The story of Sally and everything that goes along with Sally is not the true nature. That comes and goes. So that comes and goes. So I, I tell her this. Do you get this? And she says, thank you for reminding me that I, for reminding that I am not the me I feel stuck in most of the time. And I tell her, this, the stuff that fades in and out, this space is never ending. It's always there. It is, it is the true you. The Sally that you know of, the Sally that you know of does not exist. It's really just a thought. Well, then why do I have such a hard time altering my reality? Well, what is watching it again? Space, grace, peace, whatever you want to call this open space. You have such a hard time altering this reality because you've spent 40 years building this up, holding up this character. It's like you're an actor in a play. You're holding up this character of, of Sally in the play. And you've been doing it really, really well ever since you were a child, just working on it. And then trying to fix her. True, trying to fix her and get it right. I'm like, like a director. I'm telling you to come off the stage. You're not Dorothy in the play anymore. You can't get her right ever. She's a character. You'll never know the truth. And hold on a second, folks. We're going to pause as we let sweet old Barney back outside to his next home. We'll be back in a second. Okay, we're back. I hope you enjoyed that break. So where was I? So we're, we're in a, a place where I'm explaining to Sally that oftentimes you may need a director that kind of helps you get off stage. Sometimes these directors can be um, it could be a, a teacher, it could be a book, it could be a song. It could be the fact that the stage kicks your ass and you really say, yeah, I'm done. How do I get out of this play? I don't want to wait for the next scene. There's got to be another way out. That's what most people do. They get so fed up. They get walled in. There's no, there's no escaping where they are. So I tell her, she says, true, I'm trying to fix Sally and get it right. And I tell her, I'm like a director telling you to come off stage. 
You're not Dorothy in the play anymore. You can't get her right ever. She's a character, and she'll never know the true you. Our characters never will get to a place where we're feeling wholeness if we are in this place of a character. If you're still believing that you're Sally, you're never going to feel completely whole. You're going to have moments of experiencing wholeness, but then those are going to be swamped over real quick. Swamped over? Did I just say that? Swamped over. Sure, swamped over. With, with stories of Sally and images. So back to the kiss. The kiss was Sally trying to find this. This, which is here now. It's the true you. The painting will never be the canvas, but the canvas will always be the painting. Do you, do you understand that? That's, that's a total mind fuck, but do you understand that? And she said, wow. Yeah. I do, I do. I'm seeing that. Yeah, so, so Sally, you were kissing to try to get to something. You were the painting kissing, trying to get to the canvas. But this painting will never be the canvas. But the canvas, from the point of the canvas, that will be the painting at all times. So you see how this works. Yes, I, I think so. I think I see it. Let's call this something. Let's come up with a name right now for this presence that is before Sally. The canvas, so to speak. What shall we call it? Let's call it Grace. Okay. Grace. That's good. Grace. So, you are Grace. Because that's what it feels like. Yeah, good. Like I'm not stuck with Sally. No. You're not stuck with Sally. You're Grace. Pretending to be Sally. Ha! I see that. Yeah. That makes being Sally so much easier. Yeah, it does. And Grace will move and make Sally dance, talk, kiss, and eat. Grace flows with everything. Is everything. Thank you. And even the thought that this is just silly talk is still... Grace moving as silly talk. So try this. <laughs> Sitting here now. And go back to last night where you're you're having the kiss. In the moment of now, you're grace. You're this you're this presence. And the memory of kiss is of the kiss is what also? What is that? You go back to any memory in life, what what is it made of? It's a little scene. And it's sitting upon the fabric of what? What does it sit upon the fabric of? It sits upon the fabric of grace, present awareness. Ah, I get this. So it's, it's not so important right now. No, it was just a little spark in this fire of who you are. That experience was just writing upon water. If you look at this kiss as Sally then, oh my gosh, it was really important. Because it was important as Sally, as the character to get somewhere. But if you look at it as presence, as grace, it was just writing upon water. Just something that appeared. And what appeared was it also. This is how you express versus grabbing. Looking at it like that seems trivial. No, it's beautiful. Look at what opened. That kiss that you got was the kiss of death. It killed 
Sally. Ha ha ha, evil laugh with lightning and a unicorn behind him. <laughs> she laughs. Oh, that's funny. Opening Grace. You can play with this. Go back and forth from Karina, from Sally to Grace, from Sally to Grace. What is it? Go back and forth. One moment you're present awareness. Next moment you are your name. Feel the difference. Play with this. Until you can go back from present awareness and incorporate that into your name, then you can be both. That's what it's about. It makes the next time Sally kisses a man seem like a whole different experience. Yeah, it will. So explore it. You'll now kiss with an expression, as an expression, versus trying to get to a place. Yes, you see this. Yes, much better. Letting it flow instead of controlling. My God, girl, I think you got it. Yes. And I say this. I say, fuck the kiss. Don't worry about that. Don't hang out on the kiss. Go see it in all of life. It's now an expression. Be a sailboat versus a motorboat. You can't lose. Because grace is opening as everything. It's appearing as everything. I think I read somewhere a beautiful little statement that said, if the divine golden Buddha is hidden as everything, then what is there to look for? So what we seek, the, the divine beauty of grace, present awareness, peace, love, whatever we want to call it, this, it, it is appearing and hidden as everything. It's hidden as everything. And I mean everything. You take one of your problems that you have and, and there it is. And then she says to me, Sally is tired of Sally. I said, yeah. This is a sign that she's ready. She's ripe. She's, she's ready to look. Individuals who have one more thing coming up are not going to look. I may, I may talk to them and say, yeah, this is what I do. And they say, that sounds fantastic. Okay, but I have a vacation to go on, so I'm going to go do this. Okay, run off and do your vacation. This is where we are now, how we got to where we are now. We ran off to go look at something. We forgot. And she says, I like this canvas grace view and I responded it's home it's it's home welcome home a deep sigh left my body and I wrote I know I feel more grounded I said yes let the mind open to this the mind has seen this it's seen this grace yes she said yes and it will continue to know want to know more and more and open up and you'll bounce, bounce back and forth for a while. And she says, not surprising. You'll go from grace to Sally, from grace to Sally, from grace to Sally, etc. From present awareness to character, present awareness to character. Then over time, it'll be then present awareness, present awareness, Sally, present awareness, present awareness, present awareness, Sally. And you'll get more and more of present awareness. 
and the mind will open more and eventually Sally will mix and then the Sally will go out to sea like a distant song. It'll open up. For me, it, it's, it's spiraled out, spiraled out, this awareness, 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 spiraled out, painting out. It was painting out the character of Mike so that Mike is still there, but it's something I play. I, I, I put a character on and I go on the stage. When I'm on stage, though, I'm this. I'm Grace pretending to be Mike. So I said, this will spiral out most of the time. And she said, nice. And she said, most days for you? I said, but for now, um, lock into it. Let it open and breathe. And I said, yeah, most days. Most days there's a, uh, a Michael Grace mix. And, uh, and then I said, my podcast is all about this. And Michael sailed out to see like a distant song, which I just told you. And then she says, he seems to be enjoying the ride. I said, I, yes. I know the name and I use it, but it's a thought. It's just like a label only. It's the menu, not the meal. Interesting. Yes, living as grace is the only way. I was Michael. I was scared shitless. And I was. I was alone. I was scared. It was too much. I couldn't find a way out. And then grace opened. Um, I never thought of that. I never thought of another dimension. I was always trying to scrape and fix the scene. And she says, how long ago did you experience this shift? Eight years ago, I tell her. Since then, it's faded. It's opened. It's faded. It's opened. It's opened way more. It continues to all the time. So I encourage you now to start watching it deeply. Own it. Um, I have a True You page on Facebook. I sent her that. They make, uh, this makes some more sense. It might be making more sense now. It's a little deeper. I've been on this path, but you showed me something in a way I haven't seen before. Thank you. I'm grateful for this to explore. And what is your True You page? Send it to me. So she mentions at this point she's been on this path. She's been on the path that everybody's been on. It's, um, it's a path of what we call spirituality. Spirituality is, is um, it's an odd little path. The path of spirituality is you up on stage, Michael up on stage, who has a scene where he discovers something beautiful, something peaceful, and something that allows him to stop life for a minute. However, though, that's just the scene up on the stage. That's not it. It's an act. It's an act of feeling something. It's an experience of feeling something. It's not it. It is only seen and known and felt when you get off stage. So it's the same as a painting can express a beautiful light and love scene where there's, you know, somebody kneeling in prayer and feeling amazing. But that's just the scene on, on, it's not the canvas. That's still just the painting. It's not the canvas. So we continue, and I talked to her about the True You page a little bit. And then we continue, and we're going to have a conversation over the phone to see 
how she has centered in this more, if that's even possible. It just happens. So that was the that was the play, ladies and gentlemen. My very first play of trying to be both characters, all characters at the same time, which is um, really being done in the real world right now because every character you see is you. And that's probably the best damn play you could ever see. So when you go out there today, when you're driving to work and you see all the cars everywhere, they're all you. And the word you, you is is you is a word where at first we're identified with you as, oh, I'm just this little concentration of being. Rename that word beyond you as something different. Um, rename the you as to what it really is. You are all, everything, appearing as everything. That's the you. So, all right, I got another few minutes. I'm going to wrap this up here. So I'm going to just open up the book of the... Dao De Ching, and I'm just grab something and I'm going to read it. And, and this one's called Stillness and Silence. The soft overcomes the hard. The flexible conquers the stiff. The immaterial penetrates the solid. This is why there is great advantage in stillness and silence. Over moment and speaking. But few ever obtain the advantage, for few practice stillness and silence. So this is a pretty simple poem. It basically talks about being still and silent. So here's a homework assignment for you, children. <laughs> Why don't you try to find the silence today in everything that you hear? If you're listening to the radio right now, oh, actually, that'd be stupid. You're listening. To, ah, ah, you're listening to the podcast. I don't know, maybe you got the radio on also. And they're playing, you know, your favorite song. Pour some sugar on me. Something like that. Def Leppard. You know, I like early Def Leppard better. But anyway, let's say, let's say you're just listening to the sound of chaos in your workplace. Find the silence within that. Find the silence within the chaos. See if you can connect with that silence. See if you can connect with that. There's a flow to silence. You'll hear it in everything. And once you hear the silence in everything, then what will happen is your movements will become the silence as well. I play these, um, these Native American flutes. And so I'm gonna do some dishes as I told you to try to wrap this up. And as I as I play these flutes, I first got this Native American flute, and I decided one day that I was gonna to go to the river and play to the river. And then I realized that I was the actually the river was playing to me. I looked at the river, I felt the beauty of it, and I then concentrated and felt the silence of it overtake me. It became my breath, it moved my fingers, and then the flute I was playing changed the entire song. The river played its song through me and the flute. And I learned at that moment that silence appears as everything. 
and plays into itself. Find this today. I challenge you to find this. Find silence in everything. If you need to go to a silent moment first and start there and go, yeah, and ask yourself, what is here? What is here? These are little tricks that I do that really just help. So if you get yourself saying, oh, I'm busy, I forgot about all this. What is here? Ask what is here, and that'll work. All right, folks, that concludes another amazing episode of Tea in a Porch. And uh, I'll be back next week with a whole other topic. Um, again, if you find this exciting and you want to write in questions, feel free to do that. I believe on the website, let me just check this real quick. Uh, on the website I made, oh, that's not it. Um, let me see here. I'm looking at the podcast. If you go to the main podcast, yeah, I have um, my Wixie website on there at the very end. You can go on there and contact me through email and writing questions if you have any. If not, you're just enjoying this. That's cool, too. So we're up to 12 listeners now. Wahoo! <laughs> Maybe we'll break 13. Who knows? Enjoy your day. I'll talk to you later. Signing out.